Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Healthy Living Interview Series on radio and podcast. The show covering all things health, wellness, culture, and more. The show for all of us who aren't old, we're better. Each week, we'll interview superstars, experts, and ordinary people doing extraordinary things, all related to this wonderful experience of getting better, not just older. Now, here's your host, the award-winning Paul Vogelzang. Welcome to the Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness interview series on radio and podcast. I'm Paul Vogelzang, and I want to greet our audience, but I also want to again greet those readers of Prevention Magazine. This is our fourth full episode in our Editor-in-Chief series, and today we're tackling some of the most pressing health topics that are crucial for our audience, those adults over 60 who are committed to living their best lives. Let's get right into it. We have another packed show. First up is our monthly conversation with Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith. We are discussing aging, a wonderful, fun, new interactive health quiz and workout series, Five Myths About Sleep. You're going to want to check that out. And how to best soothe IBS, irritable bowel syndrome, all featured in Prevention Magazine's upcoming January issue. As I say, up first will be Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith. She is a returning guest and so popular with our audience. Sarah Smith will offer us her editorial perspective on these range of feature stories. And following our conversation with Sarah, we will be speaking with Dr. Uma Nadu, who's written a piece for the cover story and the In Focus section titled Inflammation, and specifically where stress fits in to understanding inflammation. Umandedu has a new book out in December, Calm Your Mind with Food, a revolutionary guide to controlling your anxiety. You're going to want to hear this too, so stay tuned and enjoy our Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness interview series featuring Editor-in-Chief Sarah Smith. And in a few moments following Sarah, we will be speaking with Dr. Uma Nadu. But first, Let's bring in Sarah. Sarah Smith, Editor-in-Chief at Prevention Magazine. Good to talk to you again, and welcome back. Hope you're well. It's just uh, another month, and you're hard at it, I know. We were, we were going to be talking about the January issue already, January. I know. Can you believe it? 2024. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it is. It's, it's, it's coming. It is coming. I have to say, you shared, you, you always so generously share the issue ahead of time. So I've, I've had a chance to look at January 2024's issue. The issues are, all of the issues are so colorful. And I love the cover of this one. It's a kettleball with a smiley face. I'm just going to encourage our audience to go check out the print edition as quickly as they can to, to receive it. There's also just a ton of great stuff to talk to you about today, too. But I want to start with something. Yeah, I just think this is a, a an issue that's chock-a-block full of some wonderful things for our audience. I always enjoy tests. I like games. You know, mm-hmm. um, my wife is very competitive. I'm pretty competitive with her, but not, not generally competitive <laughs> otherwise. But I like to learn, and I think my audience loves to learn, too. And in this issue, you've got this great interactive guide to wellness. And I just thought, I know we don't normally talk about some of these kinds of things, but that's a part of the Pulse uh, section within the magazine. So maybe tell us, it's an interactive test. It's about 
Well, I'm going to let you describe it. But Well, yeah, you please. know, we've had this section before for many years called Pulse, which is, you know, quick hits, news you can use, studies that are out, things like that. And then we decided recently to uh, give it a little refresh because I, for one, also love puzzles and games. Uh-huh. <laughs> and um, our readers love them. We always have yeah. brain games yeah. in the magazine. And also, Prevention is it's special. It's this little, small-sized magazine. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and we, we still print it, right? We're not just mm-hmm. a digital magazine. And so yeah. I really wanted people to have a way to interact with the magazine. Get out your pencils learn while you're doing, because there is research that shows that when you are actively learning rather than passively, you're going to remember better, right? It's how, you know, you're teaching somebody something, you learn something better, you, um, you, you know, you're just going to retain it better when you're, you got that pencil in your hand. So that's what we're doing here. And there's all these different ways of getting into it that we have writing prompts that are sort mm-hmm. of mental health related that, you know, maybe you're going to sit with it for a few minutes and think about, you know, the change you want to see this year. Um, and then we have quizzes and, um, and things like that. Like we, like in this, we have, how much do you know about immunity? Right. Mm -hmm, So, mm -hmm. you know, we've got this little quiz and you can circle the answer. And then when you turn the page to read the, you know, the right answer, I, you know, I hope that you're learning something, (laughs) something new, but when you, you know, when you spend that time really thinking about, wait a second, um, should I exercise? When, mm-hmm. when I'm not feeling well, rather than just being told the answer, which, by the way, is if you're up for it at all, yeah. it is actually a really good idea. And not because, oh, you got to stay on your program. Oh, you know, you don't want to lose. It's actually because um, exercise increases white blood cell count, and um, that can help fight the virus that you've got. So it's actually, it's actually good for you, but only if you really are up for a walk. Otherwise, just stay in bed. It's fine. <laughs> But really great stuff. And I just think, you know, these are the kinds of things that draw readers in. It's interesting to hear you say that readers like this kind of thing because I do. I always turn to the back of the issue to look at the brain teasers and some of the Mm -hmm. other puzzles that are offered because those are are great too. So I I just thought this was something that – I just wanted to touch on real quickly. So thank you for indulging. I'm glad you did. Yeah. <laughs> I'm glad you did. There's more than one way to, you know, spend a little extra time with prevention. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Well, let's jump into um, the issue uh, in, in some more detail and talk a little bit about one of the articles that I found really interesting, always on our minds, and that is sleep. And there are some myths. Yeah. Yep. Five myths about sleep. So please jump in. Tell us what some of those are and and uh, just can't hit the snooze well, button on this. <laughs> <laughs> please don't. No. Um, let's you know, stay awake for this. Yeah. Uh, I, well, one of the things that I think is an interesting myth is um, that being able to fall asleep easily means, you know, you have a stress-free, easy life, a clear conscience, everything is A-OK in your life. And for a lot of people... Absolutely. Absolutely. It's great if you can fall asleep, you know, without any trouble. And that so much of the time we spend talking about people who can't fall asleep, and we can definitely talk about those people. But I think it's important to note that if you are falling asleep, just at the drop of a hat, if you, you know, could just lay your head down right now and fall asleep, that's actually maybe not the best quality at the moment, because it might mean you're not actually getting quality sleep at night. And Mm -hmm. so 
you know, if, you know, if you lie down and you drift off, great. If you just can't keep your eyes open, you might want to think about what's going on during the day. Are you, you know, are you, are you getting, you know, having the kind of day that sets up for good sleep, which um, is important. And how is your actual sleep? Are you, are you snoring? Are you waking up at night? Uh, there are things you might want to talk to a doctor about. Mm-hmm. And snoring is another one because I think we often think, Oh, snore. I mean, you know, snoring, it's embarrassing if you do it. It's annoying <laughs> if your partner does it. Right. So there's, and I think we often put it into that category. Um, but it can be a sign of sleep apnea, um, even mild sleep apnea. You know, you, sometimes people think, Oh, sleep, I, I can't possibly have that. I only snore a little, but you might have enough of a mild case uh, that, that you should still see a doctor about it because you're snoring because something is obstructing your airway and you, you don't want your airway obstructed when you're sleeping. You're just not going to sleep as well. So um, I do think snoring is something to get checked out, even if it's um, even if you've learned to live with it so far. So important. In our family, we have one who sleeps really well <clears throat> and one who doesn't. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. I just I love how prevention always focuses on the science. This is fantastic because there are scientific principles here at work. The National Sleep Foundation is cited within the article. It's just a great piece. And I want to call our listeners' attention to this uh, wonderful article on sleep in the uh, January issue of Prevention Magazine. It's a good one. Another good one that I think all of us are thinking about these days and it's going to become a much more of a reality for us over the holidays as we start to eat rich, more rich foods and a little bit become a little bit more indulgent. And that is with um, IBS and irritable mm-hmm. bowel syndrome and kind of fixing that and some holistic ways to do that. There are myths around IBS too. So maybe tell sure. us, a li- yep. So just tell us a little bit about this because I, I think we need to we need to be aware. Well, IBS, uh, you know, a lot of people struggle with diagnosed IBS. And then a lot of people just have tummy troubles that may or may not yet be diagnosed or rise to the level that it's very uncomfortable. Um, and anyone who suffers knows exactly what, what I mean. You know, mm-hmm. can, it can kind of take over your life. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but there is, it is possible to get relief. And I mean, always talk to your doctor, of course. But one thing that I think anybody can try, whether it's, you know, you know, you have IBS or you're just a little mm, is um, peppermint oil because the peppermint oil isn't shown to relax the muscles of the GI tract and that it can really help ease your symptoms and make make everything just a little smoother. So that's, you know, you can get that in, um, you know, drops. In, in water, you know, the, like the concentrated drops, you can have peppermint tea. Um, the, the, the fact that it's um, maybe a, you know, an old-timey remedy, there's actual science behind it. So it's definitely worth, worth trying. But if you have more serious symptoms um, that are ongoing and very troubling and affecting your life a lot, one of the things we looked into this issue is hypnotherapy, which I think is so interesting because, of course, it has this a little bit of a woo-woo reputation, magicians on the stage making people quack like a duck, but that is not what we're talking about <laughs> with this. We're talking about clinical hypnotherapists who are trained to help your parasympathetic, parasympathetic nervous system 
relax your body. And again, that's what your gut often needs when it's um, when you have IBS symptoms. It's it's overreacting and, and causing you causing you problems. So, um, a clinical hypnotherapist can help you learn how to do that. There are also apps. You know, if you want, you can try that. There's an app for um, that. Yep, it's uh, and 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 the, there's ways that you can try it out before you maybe commit to a longer um, term kind of thing with a with a therapist. But um, I, I I would not dismiss hypnotherapy. Mm-hmm. Lots of good resources there. American Society of Clinical Hypnosis is cited in the article. Good places for our audience to go and check out more information. Well, food is something that is. You know, part of this discussion with IBS, certainly, I I love the issue because there's also mention of a couple of new books at shop.prevention.com. We're going to put links so that our audience can find out more information about intermittent fasting and the 28-day Get Lean Diet. And I think the final conversation I want to have with you, Sarah Smith, is about food a little bit. It's... um, one of the articles in the uh, issue cites Dr. Uma Nadu. She has written the new book, Calm Your Mind with Food. And, of course, Dr. Nadu is is world famous and, and has written the bestseller, This Is Your Brain on Food. She's written a new book, Calm Your Mind with Food. So more about food. But why don't you set us up to kind of lead out to bring in Dr. Nadu? Yeah, we're so fortunate that we were able to take a little piece from her book in this issue because we have a big package all about inflammation and um, what it can do when it's a little bit out of control in your body, the things that it can, you know, affect uh, autoimmune issues, um, just, and one of the things that inflammation can relate to is anxiety and the, 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 the unchecked inflammation can really affect your brain and your mental health. And she can explain how that works really well and what, uh, what people should know about that and, and the ways you can really solve for anxiety symptoms with what you eat. It's really tremendous. And she's really brilliant about it. And I'm so glad we were able to um, have something about, about it in the magazine and that you're getting to talk to her. I'm looking forward to it, too. So we will we'll sign off with you today, Sarah Smith. Again, thank you for your time. Thanks for this wonderful issue again. Um, this is fantastic. We'll put links so that our audience can find out more about it. We will also have links so that you can find out more about the Prevention Health 360 program. You're just going to learn so much about uh, wellness and just staying informed about some of these important subjects. So stay tuned for our interview with Dr. Uma Nadu. But Sarah Smith, thanks for your time and have a great rest of your day. And we look forward to catching up to you next month. Thanks, Paul. Always great to talk to you. Thank you. Hi, it's Paul. I've got some big news from Prevention Magazine. It is time to supercharge your wellness game with Prevention's Premium Health 360 program. This time of year, we're all thinking about health insurance renewal, Medicare for so many in our audience. And while treating health is so vital, remaining healthy is as important, if not more so. Consider joining and embracing the Prevention Health 360 lifestyle. You'll make every day a celebration of your health. Your future self Well, thank you. So let's explore 
some of the endless possibilities. Here are just three of the game-changing membership benefits with Prevention Health 360. Prevention Magazine becomes your health hub. Oh, it's just wonderful. You will enjoy the best of both worlds with a print and a digital subscription to Prevention Magazine. Plus, receive an inspiring Prevention Health Planner delivered right to your doorstep. It's going to be filled with invaluable health advice. You will have guided wellness. You'll receive three comprehensive guides covering fitness, nutrition, and brain health, all designed to empower you on your Health360 journey. And most importantly, you will stay informed. You can stay at the forefront of health science with a monthly science-based newsletter keeping you informed and inspired. So elevate your health journey to the next level. Visit the sign-up promo page in our show notes and join Health360 Join the revolution. Your best self is waiting. I want to introduce Uma Naidu, who is a board-certified Harvard nutritional psychiatrist, professional chef, and nutritional biologist. She is also the founder and director of the first and only hospital-based nutritional and metabolic psychiatry service in the United States at Massachusetts General Hospital. Dr. Naidu is the author of the bestseller, This Is Your Brain on Food. Dr. Uma Naidu, welcome to the program. Thanks so much, Paul. Excited to be here. I, you know, I have to tell you, I'm so excited to talk to you. You, of course, have written this wonderful new book. Thanks so much for sharing it with me. It's titled Calm Your Mind with Food, A Revolutionary Guide to Controlling Your Anxiety. Congratulations on the book. I hope you and yours are all well and... Um, I'm looking forward to talking to you about the subject of inflammation today, and we, I think it's best just to, just to kind of jump right in. Of course, we're talking as a result of our connection via Prevention Magazine and our Healthy Wellness mm-hmm. series there. You have a, uh, a, a companion piece that relates to the cover story, which is part of the In Focus series on inflammation, and I want to talk to you for just a moment about this connection between inflammation and anxiety because it's, it's very real. And you write about it in your book. And I wonder if you just give us some background a little bit about how inflammation plays a role in anxiety, even depression, Alzheimer's. There are many, many connections here. And I, I, I hope you'll just touch on those and that'll set the stage for the rest of our conversation. Sure. Thanks, Paul. And thanks for having me. Um, you know, inflammation is really being seen now as an underlying factor in different mental health conditions, especially conditions like anxiety and uh, mood disorders. And it is not the, the acute inflammation that we see if we twist our ankle or fall and scrape a knee. That type of acute inflammation is necessary for body healing. Um, but we're talking about the chronic uh, insidious inflammation, the type of inflammation that gets set up in the gut microbiome that leads to neuroinflammation in the brain over time. It's that inflammation that really is problematic and now is, is being seen as a concern and underlying factor uh, with these conditions. Thank you for that. And so you mentioned gut health and the biome. And so let's let's talk about that in relation to anxiety, what exactly is the gut telling the brain so that it re- reacts more anxiously and leads to depression, especially in older adults who do experience anxiety and loneliness and some of these things that can get triggered by this condition? 
Yes. You know, the, the gut and brain are in constant communication. The, these are two organs in the body that originate from the exact same cell in the human embryo as our bodies are developing. And then they divide up to form two organs, the gut and the brain, but they remain connected by the 10th cranial nerve, the vagus nerve, which I like to say acts as a two-way or bi-directional text messaging system between these two organs. So these two organs are always chatting. I like that. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> I have to say, like, you know, think teenagers always, always yeah, right, texting each right, other, right? Yeah, good, good. And so they, they communicate, but actually what they communicate uh, is is really the neurotransmitters because it also turns out that 90 to 95% of serotonin, the happiness hormone that we talk about so much, as well as the serotonin receptors are in the gut. Now, of course, there are the serotonin elsewhere, like in the brain, but a very large component there. So these gut microbes, as they are digesting food, they're also interacting with these uh, with the neurotransmitters. Now, there's a lot of science behind this. You know, mm-hmm. we could go into the short-chain fatty acids, the bile acids, and how these metabolites and gut microbes uh, interact with the, with the neurotransmitters. But for us to understand that where the food is being digested is also where the neurotransmitters are being produced, and we are trying to get those neurotransmitters neurotransmitters into the brain. So uh, it, it's it's all happening in the same area. And we need to understand, therefore, that how we eat and what we eat is very important to uh, the production of these neurotransmitters and ultimately, therefore, how we feel emotionally. Dr. Naidu, your article in Prevention Magazine in, in the January issue is, is so good at touching on what I'll call really kind of incorporating anxiety-busting Foods and your book really dives into this in a in a in a very deep manner. And in, in, in the book again is titled "Calm Your Mind with Food." What are some of the foods that we can look at that might enhance some of these levels, particularly the levels of of serotonin, uh, that can really create some benefit uh, for our audience? Great. So, Paul, you know, I've created a mnemonic because the only way to get through medical school was, was learning all my facts and <laughs> mnemonics. So I continue this habit. That's good. Uh, and I frequently use them. So I love I, mnemonics, I too. This, this mnemonic, <laughs> yes. um, and I'm going to share some of it with you today because I really want people to see the book as a guide that they can go to for shopping list of anxiety protocol, but also to figure out the foods that they really want to start stocking up on. And the mnemonic is CALMS, C-A-L-M-S. And the C is actually for colors because I want people to buy the different colors of vegetables as well as the berries, really lean into plant-rich foods because we know that they have so much of fiber and phytonutrients that are good for our gut and our brain. Uh, the other C is, uh, so C has a few few different components to it. Another one is chocolate, extra dark natural chocolate, and also vitamin C. So think about, you know, stocking up on these foods because they are super important. Then the other little tip I have for you is that extra dark natural chocolate has the highest source of plant-based iron in the body. Um, in, I'm sorry, let me say that again. Choc- extra dark natural chocolate has is the largest plant-based source of iron. And many people, especially women and children, are deficient in iron, and we don't even realize it. We don't even realize that they have that diagnosis. But here's a great thing. When you eat the right type of chocolate and you want to have that iron absorbed, all you need to do is eat it with vitamin C, which you can get from something like a clementine. So my trick here is to make sure that we are not iron deficient or that we 
are trying to fend that off, add in that extra dark chocolate with a piece of clementine. And if you're worried about being iron deficient, ask your doctor. So that covers the C. Mm -hmm. The A is for anthocyanin. So I wanted you to think about those blueberries, the rich blue color, anthocyanin is a very powerful antioxidant that we need for our body, our gut, and our brain. And I'll go to L. L is for liking natural liquids. And what I mean by this is drink your water because when you're dehydrated and you're lacking water in your body, you can actually appear and feel very anxious. But there are also other liquids you should be leaning into, things like green tea, uh, passion flower tea, um, you know, fresh water with things like citrus fruit in them, lemons and limes. And I really want people to add this into their diet. And, and, you know, I know that people are going to try to check out the book and you'll get many more foods in the book as well. But the pneumonicus comes. <laughs> that's great. Yeah, as I say, I love pneumonics too. So that's, that's very, very helpful. So conversely then, maybe touch on some of the foods that we shouldn't eat. What are just maybe list a couple of those that are going to be mm. no-nos on the list to really mm. prohibit this prolonged inflammation and, and mental health issues? Thank you. You know, I'm not going to mention the obvious one. In fact, I'm going to I'm going to mention sugar, but I'm not going to go into it because a lot of us know that added refined sugars are not good for our body, but they're also not good for our brain. I am going to mention two. One is artificial sweeteners. Many of the uh, longer term artificial sweeteners that are in diet sodas and sugar free or low sugar uh, foods actually are very disruptive to the gut and the brain, and they drive anxiety. So I want people to be aware of that. And the other is processed, um, ultra-processed seed oils um, and vegetable oils, because these are often used in fast food restaurants because they save cost, but they're very pro-inflammatory. They're rich in the type of omegas that actually worsen um, inflammation in the gut and in the brain. So I want people to be aware of those things when it comes to fried foods and foods and fast foods, and then also the so-called low sugar or no sugar foods that are pumped up with um, the wrong types of artificial sweeteners. Dr. Uma Naidu has been our guest today on the Prevention Magazine Editor-in-Chief series. Dr. Naidu has a wonderful piece in the January edition of Prevention Magazine. We'll have links so that our audience can find out more information about Dr. Uma Naidu and her new book, which is titled Calm Your Mind with Food. I have a copy of it. I've read it. It is wonderful, Dr. Naidu. But I'm not the only one saying that. I will tell you, too, what the... uh, but the very uh, prestigious author Deepak Chopra says, nutritional psychiatry is a new discipline, and Dr. Uma Naidu is a global leader in this field. This book is a must-read for anyone who is plagued with stress and anxiety, which is essentially every one of us. So true. That that was a great reference to your book. Of course, the article is wonderful. Thank you, Dr. Naidu, for spending some time with us today and talking about the article and your upcoming book, again, the title of which is Calm Your Mind with Food. Thank you so much, Dr. Naidu. Have a great rest of your day and hope you're well. Thank you so much, Paul. Take care. Thank you. My thanks to Prevention Magazine's Editor-in-Chief, Sarah Smith. My thanks to physician, nutritional psychiatrist, and author, Dr. Uma Naidu. Thank you, Dr. Naidu and Sarah, for your invaluable insights. And thank you to our audience for tuning in. Remember, knowledge is power. It's never too late to live your best life. The Not Old Better Show Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series. Check it out next month, and please sign up for the Prevention Magazine Prevention Premium Program 
Everything will be in our show notes today. Be well, be safe, and let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show, Prevention Magazine Health and Wellness Interview Series. Until next time, stay informed and stay healthy. Thanks, everybody. We will see you next month. Thanks for joining us this week on the Not Old Better Show, Prevention Magazine Healthy Living Interview Series on radio and podcast. To find out more about all of today's stories or to view our extensive back catalog of previous shows, simply visit notold-better.com. Join us again next time as we deep dive into some of the most fascinating real-life stories from across the world, all focused on this wonderful experience of getting better, not just older. Let's talk about better. The Not Old Better Show. 